welcome back to podcast i'm Cass, and every week i bring you another guest who tells us their story and gives us any tips to combat the shit that life loves to throw our way this week i've been thinking about relationships why is it that people in successful relationships are classed as lucky but yet people in toxic relationships just can't seem to break the cycle my guest this week is someone who has been there and she decided to work on herself before her happy ever after came along she now helps other people to go from breakup to breakthrough week is the beautiful Darina Savova. Hi Darina. Hello Cassie. Thanks for having me here. Oh it's my pleasure. So do you want to tell my listeners how you get people from break up to breakthrough? All right that's a good question and it might take me eight weeks to explain. But uh, to summarize it, um, I would say that I take their focus away from the outwards and I focus it inwards, you know, because in order to overcome whatever issue, um, be the breakup or any other thing in life, you you really have to look at yourself first and kind of heal uh, past traumas and... um, understand where did you uh, pick up those toxic patterns (laughs) (laughs) but you can then of course heal the wounds and don't repeat it in the future so yeah definitely it starts with with you first so you are a transformational life coach who instead of focusing on the person that you left or left you and trying to make them feel like they regret leaving you where you get all that revenge body and all that jazz you go no you are going to focus on your self-confidence you're going to get your dreams in order you're going to get your boundaries set and the next time you meet somebody you're going to say well no this is what I offer this is what I bring if you can match it great if not go away yeah, that's correct. It's it's well said what you just said, you know, because there is this saying like attract uh, like attracts like. Yep. And um if you still uh if if you don't feel good enough, if you have like self-doubt, if you have uh still unresolved issues with yourself, with your family, like there is like many layers to it, you will definitely manifest that in your relationships and not only romantic relationships, but also friendships. And any other, yeah, uh, basically relationship dynamic. And that's because like attract like, like (laughs) (laughs) funny, it's funny, but like you would think it's like uh, irony or like kind of like a paradox. And people say, um, let's say they were abandoned in the past by a family member or something like that. And then they end up dating only men that keep abandoning them or that keep cheating on them or that keep leaving them and, and, and like you would think that 
it's the opposite. Like you have to find somebody who is going to give you that security or a sense of safety, but it's not like we are seeking always the familiarity, even yeah. if that is on a subconscious level. So that's very funny. Like for me, it's very fascinating. So <laughs> I'm teaching people how to really resolve that, um, yeah, childhood wounding. So they yeah. don't keep attracting the same and it's hard, like that that feeling of not feeling good enough. It's so ingrained in so many of us. And you look at our parents and sometimes our parents didn't realise that they was feeling not good enough. And us children have just seen it and replicated it and not even realised. And then we're taking that into a relationship. And one thing that I found with, a few of my friends is when they go into a relationship, they're looking for someone to fill a hole to make them feel good enough. And that's not what a relationship is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's, um, it, it never ends up well if you're looking for somebody to complete you because it's, it feels like somebody's going to rip a piece of you. Like, it's like yeah. how people say it felt like somebody ripped my heart out. Yeah. They literally feel that. They literally feel as if they're going to die. You know, this fight or flight system gets activated. And basically on a subconscious level, we feel as if our life is threatened. Yeah. Um, because we, we are looking for, for some security. And we have, if we have some anxious attachment style, let's say, and we have anxiously attached to that person for that sense of safety the moment he or she takes it away from you you feel like devastated like it's like a transplant though it like if you think of it as a transplant you've taken a piece of them to make you feel whole but then when the pressure of trying to fill that void in you becomes too much and they leave and they take that piece away they literally have taken a piece yeah, you are, you are back to not feeling whole again. And that's another sensation that we don't like. Yeah, yeah. That's why actually I want people to really focus on themselves first. Because if you learn how to give love to yourself, independent of anybody else giving love to you, yeah. then even if that person takes the love away from you, you might feel pain because breakups are painful. That's okay. Yeah. But you're not going to feel devastated and completely like uh, heartbroken. And yeah, there is difference between um, like, um, you know, like feeling the pain and the loss yeah. from a relationship and feeling like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with my life right now? I don't know who I am. I don't know what to do. Yeah. This is the only person that really knew me. Like I keep hearing that all the time. He was my soulmate. He was my best friend. Yeah, okay. This is all true. Maybe, maybe you have very good relationship, but that's not the problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, once you learn, once you learn how to like uh, give that love to yourself, then the pain will be much easier, much smoother, let's say. And the healing process and the moving on part after break yeah. is going to be much shorter. Because I know people who are, it's been like four or five years and they still can't get over their exes. Yeah. And that's just crazy. Like it's Well, there's a lot of women and men that give that power back to their ex because they're looking for that validation when they next see their ex. And it's, well, why are you giving that power to them? Why are you saying, 
I can only be enough if you walk past and go, damn, I wish I'd never left them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's not healthy for anybody. And it's, it's, it's taking away all your hard work because, you know, you could have gone on a date. You could have got your absolute killer revenge body. But you've just taken away all your hard work and self-esteem and gone, please validate me. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, if you, if you do all of that, just so you can get the attention of the other person, that's mm-hmm. already a good enough indicator that, well, yeah, there is work for you to be done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to do it because uh, you want to get their attention, then that's not the right way to do it. No. Or like um, the no contact rule. I always give this as an example because people keep saying like, it's like a game. Oh, it's been 24 hours since no contact. It's been 28 days. For them, it's like a game. For them, it's like, oh, I'm winning over them. So I'm showing how much I'm over them and how happy I am without them <laughs> and how I don't give a like crap, you know, sorry yeah. for the word. Oh, but don't the worry about you is, <laughs> Yeah, but the thing is that you're not showing them anything. Like the yeah. thing is that they, they're already living their life, you know, mm-hmm. they, they might or might not think think about you. It doesn't really matter, actually. It doesn't matter. What no. matters is why are you doing the no contact? Is well, it because of you or because of them? Well, when you're doing that, I'm not, I haven't spoken to him for 24 hours. Yeah, but what have you been doing in that 24 hours? Yeah, you have been sat there know. thinking, uh, why is he not texting me? Has he read my text? Is he deliberating over what to say to me next? Is he missing me? <laughs> so you've drove yourself crazy for 24 hours just to say, I haven't texted him. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Like, because they're like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to keep myself busy, stay distracted while doing the no contact so I can yep. handle it. And I'm like, well, what, what are you doing when you keep busy? Like, are you doing anything productive? Because, you know, if you are going to be busy, why don't you focus on your personal development, maybe some self growth? Yep. Like, that's a good thing to distract yourself with while trying to like um, the best revenge is you being successful and happy yeah. in you yeah but and i fully so believe that it's so hard to grasp it it's crazy like people don't believe that that's the thing they need to do they really think that they should force things to happen you yeah. know and when you try to force something it never works out like no it never works out And it's like in relationships as well, your partner is telling you what they're wanting out of that relationship, whether it's a long-term or short-term kind of thing. And a lot of people don't listen because they have this idea of what they want in a relationship and they will try and form that person into what they want. Yeah. And again, it's not going to work. Yeah, it's very true what you're saying. There is this um, this thing in the coaching industry called the manual. So that thing basically is a manual that each and every one of us has, right. um, uh, like expectations for how we think other people should behave. Yeah. And just uh, like everyone has it, right? For example, <laughs> uh, your manual could be, oh, my best friend should call me for my birthday and wish me happy birthday. That's an yep. expectation. And if they don't do that and they fail to deliver, you feel so like hurt. Like you're like, yep. oh my gosh, like she didn't like congratulate me. Well, what is wrong? But 
we, we, we often forget that, that many of other people is very different from our own. And yep. for her, it might not mean anything. Like, hey, I still love you. I mean, like, you're still, you still mean a lot to me. But yep. this particular call doesn't mean anything to me, you know? But yep. we make a big drama out of it. So it's the same thing with dating and with men. And like, as you said, like, we have certain expectations, even, even if they tell us, like, this is what I want. Or like, I don't want anything serious or long term. Mm, okay maybe he's gonna change his mind i'm sure yeah gonna happen. no well the guy told you just listen <laughs> and when that thing doesn't come true and you're like so frustrated and they're like oh, but he should have done that he should have behaved in that way he should have changed his mind he should yeah. have done all that well yeah well you can't you can't control other people's behavior that's the one thing that if you learn that's the only thing you need to do to, to learn that you cannot control other people's behavior. It's impossible. And only it, your own. it leads into that filling that void in you because you're giving them the power to hurt you because you're expecting them to act a certain way and you can't control them. So when they don't do something, you're like, well, why am I not enough? Instead of going, well, I didn't really like that. Maybe I'll tell them so they know for next time, but. I'll also like just have a discussion about it rather than going in all guns blazing, you yeah. know. But people don't do that. They're just like, and I'm guilty of it as well, you know, even in <laughs> a long-term marriage. There's times where I expect my husband to read my thoughts and do things and then it doesn't happen. I'm like, oh. Yeah, thanks. yeah. It's, it's like you should know what you yeah. want. Like, well, why is he not taking out the trash? Like, why is it always <laughs> me who does that? And you and we always make it mean something about us, you know? Yeah. Like, it means that he mustn't. That maybe he doesn't respect me, or maybe yeah. he's a lazy person. And yeah. this is all opinion. Like, it, it's not the truth. Like, no. this is all what you make it mean in your head, and that's why you get frustrated because. Your thoughts create your feelings. Of course, uh, if you think, oh, he's just an, a lazy asshole, <laughs> that's going to get you frustrated and then you're going to be frustrated the whole day and be like, yeah, oh, wait for him to do something about it. There's a difference in having boundaries and having rules in a relationship and having expectations in a relationship. Ex expectations, you just, you're not going to get every time because they can't read your thoughts. Unless they are telepathic, they're not going to be able to read yeah. your thoughts. <laughs> but with rules, like if you buy a house together, you can say, right, for us to live together, I expect you to take out the trash. I expect you to put away your clothes. They're rules for living together. That's different. Yeah, yeah. And, and that is a respect thing. But thinking, well, today I... I don't feel very pretty and I wanted him to buy me something sparkly and he didn't. So I must not be enough. Mm. You've just completely disregarded yourself and given him all yeah. the power and still not felt any better for it. Yeah, actually, the, when you said that, that made me think about something. Uh, you said boundaries and then expectations. Like um, people who don't feel good enough mm -hmm. usually haven't learned how to set boundaries. And I yeah. was one of those people. Because if you set the boundary, let's say I'm not going to have sex with you before I know that we are in 
for like a serious relationship. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm not giving my power away like that. Yeah. And that person respects that boundary and everything goes fine. And yeah, then you will feel good enough because A, I set my boundary. He mm-hmm. respected me. Or the opposite, if he didn't respect the boundary and he said, okay, well, that's not what I want. You still feel good enough about yourself because you were strong yeah. enough to set your boundary and he didn't respect. Okay, that's fine. But if you don't feel good enough on like a deep level, you don't know how to set boundaries because you feel fear that if you set your boundary, people will run away from you. They will abandon you. They will reject you. They will judge you. They will think bad things about you. And that's why uh, people pleasing comes into place, right? We people please only because we don't want to get rejected. Everyone wants to feel appreciated, feel validated. So um, it's, yeah, it's that thing. It's, I think, first work on yourself, <laughs> learn, <laughs> learn what are your non-negotiables, like, yeah. what can you, like, yeah, what is your deal breaker? Because you have to know what that is for you. And then uh, set your non-negotiables and only then kind of start practicing setting boundaries because it's not an easy thing to do for somebody who, who's never done that. Yeah. I know for me it was very difficult in the beginning. But um, it's so worth it because the more you do it, the more confidence you you kind of cultivate. Yeah. It's like a, yeah. It's ingrained in us, right, from being, I mean, especially for women, it's ingrained in us from being teenagers. I read all the teen magazines. I never had boyfriends before I left school. And I read all the magazines and it was saying, you know, you leave it so many hours after he's texted you and you don't reply straight away. And if he asks you to go out that night, you're busy because you don't want to seem too eager. Yeah. All of these mind games that you are supposed to put into place. But then I was a bit different. I mean, from Yorkshire, I know we've spoke about this before. I'm from Yorkshire and there's some very, very strong-willed women over there and we're raised. You, You just be honest. No point playing games. You're going to get caught out. And I thought on my very first date, sod it. I'm not playing them games. If you don't like me, you'll leave. And I gave him rules. It was just, (laughs) don't hit me. Don't cheat on me. Do that. You never get another chance with me. I will walk. And it turned out that that first date became my husband. (laughs) (laughs) No. That's like the most amazing story I've ever heard. <laughs> you see, guys, you can set your boundaries. You can find the ideal partner. <laughs> but the thing is, even if he'd have reacted differently and said, nah, yeah, you're yeah. too much. There's no such thing as too much. It's just I'm too much for you to handle. Mm-hmm. And if he'd have walked away, I wouldn't have felt bad. That was my first date. There would have been yeah. others, but I would have still been true to myself and I would have still had them boundaries and I would have just kept on going with yeah. my boundaries until I found the person that respected them. I yeah. was just lucky enough to find him the first time. Yeah, and and it, uh, if you think about it, why would you feel bad if he walked away? I mean, you just got rid of person who is not your ideal partner because your ideal yeah. partner is going to respect this and this and this boundary. So yeah. in both cases, it's a win-win situation for you, right? You either yeah. get rid of the person who is not right for you and you save yourself, let's say, five years of toxic relationships and yeah. divorce and whatever. Yeah. So it's it's good. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's so hard because 
I had read all the magazines. I could have easily listened to what the experts were telling us at the time on dating and it could have ended so differently. I, I could have played them mind games with my now husband and he'd have walked away because I'd played mind games. Mm-hmm. You know, you just, I think the main thing is being true to yourself and that's what you're doing is you're helping people find their true self. Yeah. And being able to be strong enough to say, well, no, I'm going to enforce my true self. I'm not going to change myself to your pleasure. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, that's exactly finding the authenticity. And 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 if you if you do speak your truth, if you like learn how to speak your truth and be true to yourself and find your authenticity. Many people after toxic relationships uh, say, I feel lost or like, I feel like I lost my sense of self. I don't yeah. know who I am anymore. So the point is find that back, like yeah. find who you are and stay true to yourself. And in your case, like, I don't really know your like history with your family and things like that, but probably you were raised in a more healthy um family dynamics because um, oh it was definitely the women ruled the house <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's good <laughs> and then um uh, people who were raised in let's say families were like parents were not emotionally available all the time yeah. or who were emotionally or sometimes physically abusive or who are not there or just yeah. not present um they teach you that basically your feelings and your needs are not that important like yeah. as a child you just absorb everything without questioning it if mama doesn't give me attention that means that i'm not good enough that i'm doing something wrong yeah. we, we don't reason yet um yeah like maybe mama is just stressed out with work and yeah. cannot pay attention to you but at that time you really needed that attention so you felt that you weren't good enough because mama doesn't give you attention and if those things are not like addressed then uh you just grow up to subconsciously believe those things and um and that's why magazines, like uh, articles like this, like how to get men, uh, yeah. how to basically giving you the tips on how to get that attention that your inner child yeah. is craving for so much is very appealing. It's like, oh yeah, okay, tell me how, because I don't want to fail, because I really want to get that attention because my inner child is craving for it, yeah. <laughs> basically, yeah. So uh, these are people who are more susceptible uh, to this kind of stuff. I know I was. <laughs> I was reading every cosmopolitan <laughs> article about how to get the man in my life. And, yeah, wow. It's, it's weird, isn't it? Because like extroverts as well. Extroverts crave attention and they want to be around people. And yet, <clears throat> if you find introverts, they're quite happy to be by themselves. So they're more likely to have their boundaries and be like, no, I don't need you to satisfy my time. I'm quite happy on my own. Hmm. Yeah, that could be true. I never really thought about that was the difference between extroverted and introverted people. Um, but that could be true. <laughs> See, I'm a bit of a fuck up. I'm an extroverted introvert. I love being around people, but then I'm like, oh, I, I could do it sometime by myself now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think everyone's... Um, I think we... Generally, all of us kind of exhibit just both kind of tendencies, extroverted, introverted. Yeah, yeah. So your course that you provide, how long is it? 
So the coaching that I do is eight weeks long. It's one-on-one coaching um, because I think that this is not because I think that's how long you need to heal everything, but that's how <laughs> long a person needs to set the foundation. Yeah. The foundations. Yeah. Start, um, start realizing like mental blocks and yes, getting yes. used to focusing on you rather than on what they're thinking of you. Yeah, correct. And actually, sometimes it takes only one session for somebody to realize that. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, oh, wow, really? <laughs> wow, that's so interesting. And that's all they need, maybe, you know? Yeah. But eight weeks is just kind of like the foundation um, period. Well, if you ever need any more, you, you could always get like your Yorkshire consultant on and I'll come in and I'll be like, right, come on, love, let's get a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you ever tried any coaching? No. Mm. I, with me, it's my friends come to me and they say, um, we need your advice. And it's like, right, do you want to know the truth or do you want to hear what you want to hear? Yeah. <laughs> I, I can give either but they're not the same. Yeah. I'm curious. <laughs> do you have any friends who'd rather hear what they want to hear? <laughs> to be honest, if they're coming to me, it's because they've gone to all those other friends and they've been the cheerleaders and gone, oh no, you're fantastic. He's the prick. And it's still not worked out for them. So then they come to me and then they're like, right, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> and it's like, right, <laughs> let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well i might see you in the coaching space another <laughs> notch in the bedpost i've become a life coach now <laughs> yeah of course i think you'll be a good one <laughs> <laughs> so where can they find you darina so i'm using facebook um i am darina savova on facebook you can find me there i have links in my bio um, and also on um, on IG, I am at DA, the human coach. So DA, human coach. I just changed my name because <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I used to be the breakup coach, but yeah. I decided that I don't identify with it anymore. And I'm just a human coach, coaching humans, <laughs> how to be humans and how to be better humans than what they were before. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I like it, the human coach. And you'll be able to find all of Drina's links on our social medias after you've listened to this episode. Yes. <laughs> so, and if you want a free session with me, you can also book that in my link in the bio. You can. And it's very, very easy. You just sign up with your email address and you can get a free guide. Is it free tools? Yeah, correct. So thank you so much for coming on my show, Darina. It has been amazing speaking to you. Yeah, same here. Thanks for having me. (laughs) It was lovely discussing all of these awesome topics. It's just weird how everything all connects, but yet, something so simple as just believing in yourself it can be so hard for some people to comprehend yeah it is true yeah we are ourselves usually so believing in yourself is like the most powerful thing you can learn how to do yep definitely 
I hope you found my conversation with Darina as fascinating as I did. She is so sweet and she really highlights how important it is to have your own boundaries and rules in order to have a successful relationship. All of Darina's links can be found on my social media pages, which are Facebook at Podcast Official. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Podcast underscore official. And if you've got an inspiring or funny story to share with me, please email me at officialpodcast at gmail.com please leave a rate review and subscribe on apple Podcasts or a recommendation on my facebook page as these help my little podcast to reach a bigger audience but for this week i've chewed your ear off enough watch out for the billy bullshitters and i'll see you on the next episode